1: Your you like the jizzy part?
2: Yeah, I like the way it explodes. You like it? Mouth. And to swallow it down. Oh my
3: God. Your tweets, snaps, Facebook comments, and even phone calls. Holler any way you want. They used to give kids opiates to keep them quiet as yeah, much less that. <laughs> <offensively. laughs> J.D., Brian, and Gracie. Holler at your boys. What's up? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name is, uh, I just changed my name to uh, Elon Musk's um, son's new name, Um, so (laughs) it's that. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Holler. That's my favorite. (laughs) It is the the podcast that shouts you out on the internet. We're a silly uh, internet podcast. We're having a lot of fun. Um, Still social distancing, still trying to stay safe out there. Hopefully you guys are doing the same. Um, My name is JD Short, actually, for real. And uh, you can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all that stuff. I'm the same word on all of it. It's J.D. Short, all one word. Uh, And to my current left is uh, my buddy Brian. What's up, Brian? How you doing, man?
1: What is up, uh, Internet World? Uh, Wherever you're tuning in, we are so happy to have you. I am Brian, the co-host. Welcome to Holler, the podcast that shouts you out. We've got a really exciting show. We promise you that we're going to bring you a West Virginia native that is captive on a cruise ship. Uh, You've read about him in the news. We've got him live in the flesh. He's going to be an exciting guest. Uh, He was already going to be an exciting guest without being active on the interview. You see how I'm talking you up, Masha? Just like that. That's how I do it. Um, Oh, Guys, I want you to reach out to me uh, in Twitter world. That is my favorite uh, social media. You can find me at Holler at Brian. That's just like it sounds. Uh, And as always, if you shout me out, I'm going to shout you out on the show. We want you guys to comment live. We're going to play along with you. But right now, I want to introduce may morton this is a huntington west virginia native who is currently on a cruise ship he is stuck and we're gonna hear all about it shortly may what's up man what's up brian how are you i'm doing great man i am so happy to see your face this this upgraded my night just to see you because it's been a while it has but you know what
4: every time i'm home i run into you have you noticed that it's usually at a bar
1: it is usually at a bar that's correct and now here we are again so before we get going anymore <laughs> let's, let's introduce our third co-host over here. He's about to lose her shit. shes I don't know if she's crying or laughing. I can't tell. This is Gracie. Gracie, what's up?
2: Guys, this video may be recorded for training purposes. Hey, what's
1: up?
2: <laughs> Gracie. Always hit me up on Twitter. Please these at Holler at Gracie. Um, that's about it. Brian, fuck you for not for forgetting about me. I forgot about you. I don't
4: know. Oh, we can say that on here. We can oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say whatever you want. Say what you want. Okay.
3: <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, just you know, just say whatever you you feel like you must say. Um, anyway, again, we're, this is holler. It's the uh, podcast. Shout out on the internet. We're hanging out with Mayshawn Morton, um, who again is quarantined on a cruise ship. Uh, This this has been all over the news recently, and we're very lucky to get you on this show, man. And we definitely want to talk about your plight. We, of course, are also going to talk about uh, Elon Musk's son. And as well as well as as our uh, uh, as well as so. Mayshan's originally also from Huntington, West Virginia. Um, That's where this uh, podcast is based out of. And we have a really wild governor. and He's been saying a lot of weird stuff recently. Um, A lot of fun things in the news this week. People are going insane. Uh, It's crazy. Let's talk all about it on this podcast. Before we do anything, though, we're going to do a toast. So if you have a drink, um, please uh, raise it up. Um, This is a simple toast. I'm going to try to go really easy on this one. Uh, This is more like advice for people. I think that uh, uh, we kind of need it right now. So everybody raise your uh, drink of choice. Uh, Don't blame a clown acting like a clown. Just ask yourself... Why you keep going to the circus? Cheers, y'all! Amen to that. Let's start this show. Today at our news briefing, there was an fucking audio glitch, and it sounded like that I had said a fucking bad word, a word that I would would never fucking say, nor have I ever said. No fucking possibility in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Oh, yes. Thank you, Governor (laughs) Justice, for that update. We really appreciate it. Um, Our leader... Yeah, <laughs> our leader. Everyone just remembered a fucking uh, follow the guidelines. Oh. <laughs> what were we saying? Sorry. Dad,
4: yes. Did he really say that that's a word that he's never said before? Did he say that? Yeah.
5: <laughs>
4: he might have fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that was a clip
3: of, obviously, it was an edited clip of Governor Jim Justice of West Virginia. Um, he accidentally had a little Freudian slip when he was doing it. <laughs> Basically, uh, he was trying to say, follow the guidelines, and then he was trying to say, can, if they can follow the guidelines, but he sounded like he said, fucking follow the guidelines. Fucking follow the guidelines. Uh, sounds so pretty you, clear. It sounds pretty clear. Uh, so everybody make
2: sure. I'm just to every comment today. So just know that. You <laughs> comment, I'm acting.
1: We care about you out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, let me take this opportunity since I'm on the mic right now, loud and clear, to say we are brought to you by our faithful sponsor, BeardChugging.com. And before you laugh at that, if you're a new listener, this is a website with a cause. BeerChugging.com, the more merch they sell, the more beers we chug with them live on their Facebook group, COVID-19 Beer Chugging, the more money that gets donated to a very, very good charity that's local, near and dear to our hearts, West Virginia Mass Army. J.D., you want to tell them a little bit more about that? Yes, um, they're actually, uh, there's a,
3: been a bunch of new developments that comes with that, and we'll, we'll probably have Matt and Nick back on the show sometime in the future to talk about the future of beer chugging. Um, but right now, the way that COVID-19 beer chugging Facebook group started was uh, all the merch they would sell, they'd give 25% of their charity to the West Virginia Mask Army. Well, recently, the West Virginia Mask Army got a lot of help from the National Guard and doesn't really need the uh, money anymore. Uh, they're obviously accepting donations, but they don't really need it. They have they have help now coming from a different, uh, uh, more substantial oh. place. So, uh, um Right now, they're talking about where they're going to put the money in the future, but they're always going to be donating money uh, to local charities that, to help people out here. So, uh, check out beerchugging com. It's beerchugging, no, no g at the end com. Uh, buy some fun merchandise. There is one actually that has Jim Justice on a t shirt. Um, looks pretty uh, great. Uh, pretty uh, fucking fucking great. Um, <laughs> no, <that would> <laughs> pretty great. <laughs> But yes, um, great. the real uh, deal though is we have special guest uh, Meshon Morton on the show uh again Meshon, you are uh, you're stuck in a room man you're stuck in a room more i think more than a lot of people out
4: there uh, how are you holding up dude i am truly quarantined uh i'm okay right now i'm okay uh it's been a lot no lie it's been a lot it's been a very long process but there is light at the end of the tunnel so i'm okay
3: that's good um you, yeah. Uh, you uh, uh, work on a cruise line, a major cruise line, and um, recently, uh, I, I guess a few, a couple weeks into your trip, uh, when all this started happening, they had to, uh, they had to dock and, and let their, uh, let their like customers disembark, but apparently the crew had to stay on the ship. Can you give us sort of a quick rundown of what exactly happened and basically what what led from the from the outbreak of this. Uh, COVID 19 situation to now, kind of. Can you kind of walk us through what, what ended up happening there?
4: For sure. So I joined my ship, my contract started February 29th. Uh, before that, I was in LA for rehearsals for two months. And the COVID situation at that time, it wasn't thought to be a big threat. It was over in China, which is on the other side of the world, blah, blah, blah. And so we ended up You know, going through with our contract, we joined the ship February 29th. We were there for two weeks, and then the shit hit the fan, basically, around the world in the course of those two weeks. So March 14th, the company was the first company, actually, to say that they were going to suspend operations. Um, And they disembarked all of the guests, all the passengers, and the crew started to sail on the ship, and we anchored in the Bahamas, which sounds very, like, fabulous. Sounds but wonderful. It was for a moment. <laughs> it was for a moment, I won't lie. For a solid week, week and a half, it was. It was like vacation. Um, and then it got, we went into lockdown.
1: Am I talking too much? Tell no, me, no, you're, me you're no, no, you're great. I'm like, I'm captivated by your story. Keep yeah, so, going, it went,
3: so you went from basically, you had to stay on the ship to now you have to stay in your room for, was it 21 to right. 22 hours a day? Something like that?
4: So basically what happened is when, once the passengers got off the ship, um, we were given the option to move into passenger cabins or stay in our crew cabins, which anyone who's ever been on a cruise ship, you probably haven't been crew. So imagine how small your room is and then half the size of that. Wow. Yeah. Oh
3: boy. And
4: we share. Like, I have a roommate. Yeah. So the option to go to the passenger cabin with the balcony was like, Uh, You know, so we all took advantage of that and we packed a little duffel bag and moved up to our passenger cabins. Um, gym was still open, the pool was still open, bars were still open. It was like it was cool. Then, about a week after that, uh, the CDC started to crack down, and basically, what was said was that any ship that was in American waters had to operate at a level three um, health level. Uh, level 3 means you leave your room only if you're doing an essential duty and for meal times. When you leave your room, you are wearing a mask or or not or but and you're getting your temperature checked twice a day which is recorded. Um, we sanitize the rooms, they gave us little bottles of Virrox to sanitize and wipe down the rooms. And yeah, gosh
3: and it's that's been that it. way and it's been and that that's way That's been my life before <laughs> uh, at that point it was a month and a half a little over a month and a half that you'd had to have been doing this um uh, well yeah we moved into the passenger cabins i'd say at the end of march end of march okay so you've been there yeah you've been in uh, your ca- the passenger cabin a little bit more roomier space for a little over a month
4: um that is why yeah there's a balcony which has been very helpful Good Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. um, but I'm actually on a different ship right now than the ship that I started on. Right, because
3: uh, there, you're. and I, This is sort of a new, newest development, I guess. Right now is that you are now. They gave you the okay to be able to actually disembark. Um, but even that has, and, and that that's apparently going to start tomorrow. Is that correct?
4: Yes, that is going to start tomorrow. Uh, we skipped a lot of stuff in between there. But yeah. <laughs> well, there's yeah, there's
3: there is so much going on, but, but I mean, there's so many things too. Like, uh, once you do disembark, there are certain ways that you have to travel and certain things you'll have to do um, in order to, yeah, stick with the CDC guidelines and stick with your company and everything. Um, like, for example, yeah. you can't rent a car, you can't buy a plane ticket. Um,
4: nothing like that. No. So what basically, Basically, it seems like, I'll say it seems like, that the CDC um, feels that we pose a health risk to the country. Um, There were two separate occasions on my last ship where we had docked in Fort Lauderdale and we were told no Americans can get off the ship. Um, And that's because they feel that cruise ships pose a threat. But yet, they let
1: passengers off the ships exactly what i was going to ask i'm so confused by that point so they can go but you can't go you're an american can you remind me again where you're currently docked right now right now i'm at sea okay so but where are you at sea exactly
4: uh we were docked in um great isaac's key it's a bay in the bahamas um but right now we're sailing towards fort lauderdale gotcha nice all right. Yeah. So in the course of the end of March to April 23rd, we docked in Fort Lauderdale twice to restock for supplies, food, etc. Mm. Um and the second time that we were in Fort Lauderdale, the Americans were gathered in a group and basically told by our higher-ups like now is the time for you to reach out to your congressmen, your senators, your state representatives. Now is the time for you to reach out to the press because basically we've extended all of our um, resources and you still are not allowed to get off the ship.
1: How many Americans so are there? So that's really...
4: Well, on that ship, there were 11 of us total. Wow.
1: Man, it's the minority. so easy to just like, come on, there's 11 of us.
4: Yeah. And then but here so once that happened on April twenty fifth, they took Americans from ships in the fleet and ships from I mean Americans from other ships from different companies and they consolidated us onto one ship. So right now there's fifty five Americans on this ship that I'm on right now.
3: So gotcha. so you're you're it's too dangerous for you to get off the ship and go home and quarantine in your own home, but it's not dangerous enough for them to group you guys together more? Like you had eleven. Now you have fifty-five. Hello? What is? Th- I, <laughs> and, this is very confusing. And, this and seems is when I
4: started. Seems to be a, a, a lot of major oversight. Saying we need help. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So this because of the uh, like the cross contamination factor. Like I don't know what other people's ships health status yeah. was. I knew what my my ship was healthy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we have been in quarantine, self isolation for twenty one days up until that point. Mm-hmm. So I knew. The situation that I was in there. And then coming here, I hadn't, I didn't know. Yeah, you could have been walking. And then in. there was talk about moving us to another ship that had known cases of COVID and people who had died on it. There was talk of them moving us to that ship if America still refused to let us in, because this ship is scheduled to start sailing to Asia and Africa. Oh. So once that started talking, that's when I really was like, started freaking out, because I'm like, you're going to put me on a ship that already had known cases and people die from this
1: thing. Like endangering you them. more, right? Yeah, like, literally. Okay, let me ask you is. this. I know that I know that cruise ships are like crazy about their lockdown, even when it's not a crazy time. It's they're, they're very meticulous about who they let in and out of the ship. So I'm assuming that during this crazy time, it's just the same or even worse. I mean, here's my real question. This is wild. This is an out and left field question for you. But my question is, let's just say you had an American on there like yourself with extreme anxiety, and they're just freaking the hell out, and they're thinking, like, I've got to get off this ship because these people are going to kill me by putting me on another ship. There's just no way for that person to escape or sneak out, right? I mean, you guys are just, like, literally locked. I mean, we're,
4: we're, we're there's nothing but water around us. You know, it's like, we're, At we're, present, just trying, yeah. we're here. <laughs> you you have to be. You have to be. Um, so I have a yeah. question
3: from
2: Facebook, he does where did the other crew grow, go? Did
4: the, their countries let them back in? Good question. Okay, so what the company did was they segregated us by nationalities. So all Europeans went onto one ship, all Americans went on one ship, Asians went on another ship, and South Americans went on a ship, all separate. Um, and three or four days ago, my cast members from Europe they were able to get off the ship in South Southampton. And they started posting pictures that they are with their families, which makes me really happy. Like, I'm very, very happy for them. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really interesting to know that all it took was for them to get to their country, and their country let them in. I'm already at my country. I've been there. I've sailed away from it twice. Gosh. So, gosh. Yeah. Uh,
1: Meshon, to- I've, I've got a question for you. Um, who do you think is going to play you on Locked Up Abroad on the Discovery Channel when your episode airs. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Who's going to play me? Me. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, man.
4: I'm you deserve it.
5: you <laughs> got to get some kind of royalties out of this, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez.
4: <laughs> Uh, I hope that do people you, care about this?
3: People
1: do. Like, people seriously do,
3: man. I yeah, want, I yeah. Man. You, when I, I saw it, I kind of that. like
1: mini freaked out because it was you. But even before I knew it was you, I, I cared anyways. I was just like, you know, what the fuck? This is a fucked up story. And then I, when I saw your name, I am like, okay, this is a this is a friend of mine. I am getting him on here. We're talking about this tonight. Period. And I, and honestly, oh, uh, uh,
3: well, you are. Uh, this is great that you are even on this call doing this. Well, this is fantastic. Thank you for being on this show. Um, Because you're, you're actually like, you're in it, you're in the stuff and you're, you're, you're telling us things that like, people, people should know this stuff. People need to know that, you know, between, between the government or between the CDC or between the company that like, there's a lot, it seems to be a lot of brokenness and like, oversights, things are being, you know, messed up here on all this. And it seems like
4: people, people are forgetting about that. Yeah, what really like kind of hit me was the fact that people didn't know that this was happening, like that we were out here. Mm-hmm. Like people that I know and love, they didn't know that I was still stuck on a ship. And that's because nobody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. I guess people just thought, and then I saw on the news how the guy who was stepping in for the uh, UK Prime Minister made an announcement that all UK crew had returned to the country when i had just left uk crew 2 days before that and i was like that's a lie mm. that's that didn't happen i literally just like saw people that i love get on another ship and they're sailing to the to the country but they're not in the country gosh and that's then there's so... people protesting in america and i'm like <laughs> y'all are protesting cuz people want you to stay at home i can't even get home can we pr- protest about that yeah
3: exactly <laughs> where you know, what is the priority here jeez uh, man, you know, we <laughs> we, we want to be a comedy ch- show here, but this is really more enraging than anything. I'm kind of like... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, trying to, no, I'm no. trying to be lighthearted about you, it. <laughs> well, you are, and you have a, you have a great disposition about your, your situation right now. And again, I, I do want to say, you just got some news that you're going to start the process of finally being able to go possibly being able to go home tomorrow like they gave you the okay yes about that and there's going to be a problem and i'm sure the process is still going to be long and arduous and and probably as difficult as this whole process has been for you it might not get better but hey you know what at least you're kind of used to it i guess <laughs> <laughs> right
4: right uh, no it's been
2: go ahead and then I'll oh, go ahead well i have a couple more questions
4: well... on Facebook. <laughs> okay go <laughs> okay
2: Um, Brandy wants to know
4: how many days have you been on the ship? I have not set foot on land since February 29th. How many days is that?
3: That is, let's see, March was 30 days, April. uh, And
1: you know, you know, what's interesting about that date that you decided to start working. If we can back up here, maybe those that are just joining the show, you began working on a cruise ship in February. And I know what people are probably thinking. They're thinking, why would you go work on a cruise ship during this kind of pandemic thing? But if you guys would just turn back the clock in your own brains, you have to admit we weren't really freaking out in, in the end of January, you know, beginning of February. We, we didn't really understand. Now it's a different story. Of yeah. course, you would not go join a cruise ship right now, obviously. But uh, you know, can I can I say? Just
3: want to say, I did the math for Good you, point Mason. Brian. <laughs> that is a great point. Uh, I, I did the math for you, May Sean. You've been on that ship. And I just or you've been you haven't been on land. You haven't set foot on land. And this is this is great. I haven't set foot land. For sixty-nine days. Nice. 60, oh, my
4: favorite number.
3: Sixty nine. The,
4: nice. the sex
1: number. Nice. Yeah, it's the Mayshan, Cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers to that. May Sean at this point, um, at this point in your uh in your castaway, 69. I believe Tom Hanks already knocked his tooth out with a ice skating, uh with an ice skate, so you're a little bit behind, man.
4: You know, I've never seen that movie. Oh, oh
5: my God. Oh, no. We just that
4: <laughs> Next live question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question.
5: Sorry.
3: Well, you don't need to see it. You're <laughs> kind of living it, in a way, in some form. <laughs> this is you're is you're, you're, li- you're, li- you're, li- you're living the sequel line. to this.
2: Look, I need another question. She says, "Will there be a point that you guys think about legal action once you're off the ship? Is there anything you can do legally? But just know we have a holler at a lawyer <laughs> <in> it, so <laughs> that can probably be answered. We'll
3: wait on that one. Yeah, let's take, let's move that over to when we actually bring. I'll in let him answer that. <laughs> yeah, that's smart.
2: One more, I promise. Maybe unless someone says Brandon, wants no, to know what you The food and booze situation is during all this." <laughs>
1: Two very important questions. Yes. Actually. That's a good question. I'm, I'm, I'm subscribed again. Let's go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so breakfast, lunch, and dinner are provided at certain times split between different departments. So I have 30 minutes to eat breakfast, I have 30 minutes to eat lunch, 30 minutes to eat dinner. Uh, there, It's buffet-styled, and depending on who the chef is, <laughs> it's – you know – <laughs> it's good I, i've been i've been comfortable i should i have been comfortable i have um the booze situation once we went into lockdown it was two drinks a night you're allowed two drinks a night. Ouch! to go yeah. to the bar Oof. order your drink if you get a double that's your two uh, if you get a double i mean i'm already drunk i, I don't so like this if you get
1: two,
4: <laughs> you get two drinks a night and you take it to your room No standing around the bar. So can you
1: can you stockpile that maybe for a good Friday like all week long and then just you know you got all your drinks. Literally, what I did was (laughs) every time, even after after dinner, even if I wasn't drinking
4: that night, I would go and order my two and pour it (laughs) in a bottle. I had bought a bottle before it all started, and I would pour it into the bottle. And once the bottle got full, I was like, okay, I'm drinking. You were like, all right. That's my favorite answer of the whole podcast so far. (laughs) true
3: 100% true. Oh, man this like this is so I think this is ridiculously captivating like this your story is are you are you pl- I, mean, I know we're, we're, we're keep chatting you up man I'm, I'm following we got all night we're hanging out on the internet uh <laughs> that's right um are you gonna write have you been writing any of this stuff down are, are you plan on some form of a memoir maybe I mean like this is a story that can be published I mean you could you could you could take this somewhere
4: with this. Have you have you thought about that, or have you been writing anything? I I do write. My phone is actually propped on my journal right now. Um, but memoir, I mean, I don't know, probably not. But I do write like my Facebook status that I made that basically got all of this attention from you know CNN and DC and all these places. I wrote that Facebook status in my journal, and then like whatever pops up on the news. I'll write it down, and then I write like my thoughts about it and how it pertains to like this situation I'm in now. But
1: oh, we, oh. We, we lost we lost this video, I believe. <laughs> that's all right. We'll get it. He's on ship Wi-Fi right now, so we will get him back. See these jokes write themselves for this show. This is like too easy. <laughs> well, uh, I guess
3: w- w- until we get him back, we're just going to kind of continue podcasting if that's cool.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we can move on to the next segment
3: anyways, we can, and we got a lot of info there, but basically if you're just now tuning in people, uh, we just had May Morton on the show and he told us his whole plight. Um, he's been quarantined on it on at sea basically for over two months, technically 69 days. Nice. Um, sex number. Nice. And, uh, we're getting, we're getting him back on the show for sure. Uh, But this is actually a good opportunity for us to kind of move to uh, what this show is kind of all about, right, Brian? Um, And that's Hollering at Holler Nation, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's time to, time to open up, uh, some snaps. I sent out a poll this evening and maybe let's go around the table first, then let Holler Nation on Facebook live kind of discuss with us. And then I'm going to open up some snaps. They sent me, um, all while trying to get Meshon back as we speak. Um, so, uh, my poll this evening, I want you to describe a disaster date. Tell me about a disaster date that you went on. Um, and JD, uh, if you don't mind to go ahead and start, take it over. Oh, uh,
3: every one of them, they've all been disasters. No, uh, <laughs> um, I, you know, you sent this poll. I didn't really have, I wasn't, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I have been fighting a hangover all day long today, and um, my brain is just not working very well. So when you sent this poll question, I started thinking, man, have like wh- have I been on any really real disaster dates? Or have they just been dates? You know, I don't know.
1: Um, yeah, pick the weirdest one. Who knows? The
3: weirdest one. Gosh, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. I don't have an answer for this. I don't really, uh, um, if a date's a disaster at that point, I, I, I feel like it's just over. It's not even a date anymore. I don't even think I considered at that point a date. Uh, hey, Bajon's back, and he's sideways. What's up? Uh, <laughs> he's, he's bringing it. Up. Um, short answer is, short answer is uh, either none of them were or all of them were. I don't really know. Um, I don't really have an answer to that. <laughs> Welcome back,
1: Mayshan. Sorry, ship Wi-Fi. You <laughs> told everybody we said these jokes write themselves. This guy's on ship Wi-Fi. We might lose him again. I don't know. We'll see. Would we'll you keep bringing him back? My bad. <laughs> I mean, not my bad. They're bad. Yeah, bad. It's
3: it's, yeah you're right. They're bad. We were actually, while you were uh, while you were gone, while you were taking your little break, Mayshan, we, we actually started talking about... I, I got kicked one. off because I was boring. <laughs> no. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> Brian actually just uh, told us about the, his poll question for this week, which was, "Tell us about a disaster date that you'd been on." And my answer was, "They either all were disasters, or or none of them were. I, I don't really, I don't really have a story for that."
1: <laughs> um, I definitely have a story. That, like, that's what i'm saying Mason. i feel like we could just sit here and go 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 all night i mean how long do we have i could give you i could give you 110 <laughs> stories as a matter of fact <laughs> this is why me and me definitely, no, no, i'd
5: rather hear you those. know we
1: always laugh together brian
4: we I know. always
5: do
1: I know. my first thought of you is math class weren't we in math class we together? were we we uh we Ms. were in Hastings? algebra 2 Uh, And I forget her name, our teacher, but it was a fun – we had fun in class, and it wasn't even a fun class. We just made it fun. (laughs) It was so boring, but you were fun, and I don't ever remember seeing you anywhere else
4: outside of that class.
5: Like, I I don't have any other memory (laughs) until adult life, until
4: St. Mark's.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's right, until the bar brought us back together.
4: Always the bar that I see you in is St. Mark's.
1: (laughs) Don't call me out like that live on the show, Masha. I'm not comfortable with this. Hey,
4: don't be ashamed. I'm Bruce not ashamed.
1: It. There's well, no shame in this game. Mayshan, um, you think? Maybe but yeah, it? let's get back to disaster dates yeah. here. I'll go ahead and just, Mayshawn. while you're thinking of your favorite one or two or three, we'll let you talk. I already one. have it. Okay. <laughs> um, well, hey, in that case, just go. <laughs> Tell me. Let's hear it. No, no, no. You go, because mine is a little x-rated. I don't know if I can say it. You on. can, you can you say go. whatever you want. This is holler, my man. This is holler. Go you for go- it, dude. Just go for it. Who cares? Really? Yeah, go for it. Who cares? I can't
4: believe I'm going to tell this story. Yeah,
1: just take um, a drink of whiskey and keep going. <laughs>
4: there <you> go. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> All right, so this was actually in Huntington, West Virginia. Okay. Um, about 15 years, maybe 14 years ago, uh, I met a guy at the gym and – we would see each other a lot, blah, blah, blah. And when he approached me and he asked if we could go out, step out, and, you know, have a walk around the park is what he said. And I was like, sure. Uh, but this was after, like, numerous days of us talking at the gym. Uh, so we walked around the park, got to know each other a little bit, and then he asked me out for dinner. I was like, sure. And we went to dinner. Dinner was fine, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, end of the night, we're in my car, and he goes in, you know, for the kiss, blah, blah. blah. Does that and then he wants to take it further and you know I'm like, okay, let's see where this goes. And (laughs) it went to the point of, you know, clothes coming off. And he took his pants off and when he did that, I can't believe I'm about to say. Yeah, just I'm I'm subscribed. (laughs) I'm all the way in. It was the smallest micro Oh, penis I had ever seen in my life. Oh no. Like literally I did it I did not know that they could look like that. I had no idea that they could look like that.
5: Oh until oh, so that
4: moment. And my my stepmother knows the story. I can't wait tell um hey and I stopped I stopped it and I was like we're done. Yeah it's 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 <laughs> <We're> over <done. laughs> <We're done. laughs> Uh, yeah. And I have never seen him again. I well, never, yeah, I, I would assume ever that seen him at the gym ever again. Every that's time I hour. go to the gym in Huntington, I wonder if I'm going to run into him, but I never do. What I was his? What was I his know problem? He was, dude, I don't understand. What was his problem? I don't get it. <laughs> it was shocking. It was mind blowing because he was a he was attractive. He had nice body. Like must like. I, it was just a little it, problem. And it wasn't very big. Yeah, true. it wasn't very big. I it was have, a small problem, and that was my worst. That is my worst.
1: It was that's a such a, fanta- that's a fantastic story. Thank you so much for that. There's,
3: that's that's, <laughs> that's very pure too. And you know, we're this is definitely a sex positive show, so it's totally fine. <laughs>
4: but you said go. Hey, you
3: said you, you, did. And say you did. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a pure story, though. I mean, that is that's
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to take the mic here. My turn for a disaster date. Um, And like like Sean said, uh, I had all of, I don't know, a hundred to choose from if I wanted to, but here we go. We'll start with one that I just think is hilarious. Um, I'm talking this girl up, everything's going really well. Um, And she actually lived out of town, so uh, we chatted, you know, we were, we were talk, we were in the talking phase for, for months, like probably three months before I decided like, I'm going to fly down and hang out with this girl. She wasn't too far away. She was kind of in between the fly and drive. I got cheap flight. So I flew and it was my first time really hanging out like face to face with her. Um, even though we had kind of been, we had kind of been talking, I don't know. We, I can't say that we were serious. We were just like friends that made each other laugh and we wanted to just Hang out in person and just see what happened. You know what I mean? That's what humans do, right? So I fly down with this girl, and the first thing she says is, let's go Let's go to this bar. It's like lunchtime. Um, so she's like, let's go have lunch and drinks, and uh, and we'll go from there. I said, okay, that sounds great. Well, we sit down at the bar, and the first thing I notice is, this is supposedly one of her favorite bars or something, and I notice right away, because I am a vibe reader, I can read vibes off people all day long, I notice this bartender is not liking this girl's vibe. And this girl is talking to the bartender like they're best friends. And I'm thinking like, you're not you're not seeing this connection? Like this bartender doesn't like you. Why do you think that you're best friends? You can tell the bartender is giving that like, ooh, vibe, you know? I don't know. It's hard to explain. it. So anyways, I picked up on that right away. A little bit of a red flag, whatever. Get me a beer. Let's keep this thing going. Yeah. Who knows? So we get a drink and I know we've been sitting there all of five minutes and she's like, let's take a selfie together. It's our first picture. I said, okay, that's fine. So we take a picture together and after this photo, she says, I have to, I have to go to the bathroom. And I said, okay, that's fine. And, uh, so she gets up and she goes to the bathroom and I'm just like in my own world. Um, I don't know anyone down there. So I get on Facebook. This girl had changed her profile picture on Facebook to the selfie of us to where it looked like we were a couple. I had been there for five minutes. (laughs) I had been there for five minutes. So I'm scared at this point. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Like, I can't run away because my plane is in like three days. <laughs> like, this is bad. like oh, Nashon, I am captive. <laughs> I to go. <laughs> and so well, you have endless booze, <laughs> but I have endless booze. I had a lot more options than you have. And you know what, man? I really tried to be nice, and uh, that did not set well with me. I did not like the fact that I wasn't asked about it. We just suddenly had a couple's photo as the main profile picture, dude. With before she got back from the bathroom, like her girlfriends were calming on it, like "Great catch, girl! You guys are looking good." Things like that, oh. like people I don't even know. Oh, what the boy. fuck is going on? I Jeez. just got here. She like imported me just for like the profile photo, like right away. Come on. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's this... just one story. So did buddy. you did you stay with her for the rest of the night? yeah so. yeah he did I, you know he did
5: <laughs> you know he did
1: so you took yeah I just I didn't. just I kept drinking and I'll tell you I tried to be a trooper about this but by the time we got back to her place she could really tell that my whole vibe was just totally different than where we started and I explained to her like like your actions today have blown my mind <laughs> I like this is not at all how you've acted this entire time. Uh, I was not expecting this. I'm not happy. And if I could leave tomorrow, I would leave tomorrow. But I have a whole other day left, unfortunately. Can we please try to make the best of this? And we did. We tried to make the best of it. I was just blunt and honest. I wasn't wasn't really an asshole about it, man. I just, like, I said what I was feeling. Like, because that is what I was feeling. It was bullshit, I thought.
5: I want to know. I mean, there are
1: some people that would storm out and never talk to their girl again. I at least was honest with her. I want to know, uh... What, maybe what if the, bar, maybe the
3: bartender was free. What, you were talking about the bartender earlier. Maybe the bartender like had had
4: an experience with that same girl in the past. And yeah. that's why. bartenders the bartender. know that. Maybe
1: <laughs> the bartender was her ex-boyfriend. Maybe. And she did that to make him jealous. Oof. <laughs> no, that's not it. The bartender was a female. And Hey, it, um, again, we're no, still <laughs> sex positive. No, it wasn't like that. Though. She could have been like, bi- I, if anything, man, I would say the bartender was, was given the vibe of, Oh great. This is like the third guy I've seen in, in a month. You know, here we go with this whole story again. That's the vibe. Ah,
3: okay. Wow. Is, Jeez. Questions are relevant. This might this might be one of the cringiest episodes we've <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. Is this a trap? Are you trying to like Um I met her on a Go ahead. <laughs> go on. Is this a trap? <laughs>
3: Say she's probably on, she's <laughs> no, in this question. She's on the chat. I, right you're not now, asking dude. the question. This, asking
5: question.
1: question. this is a I fucking promise, trap. I
2: promise if you
1: ask the question. I met her on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've come full circle.
4: <laughs> full circle no one's ever cruising ever again. Oh, stay amazing. away from cruises, guys. <laughs> Just um, No, don't stay away. I would like my job back.
3: Yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> cruises are fun. I went on my first one last year. It was fantastic. Uh, I was on that thing with my family for a little too long, but it Where'd was a lot go? of fun. I went to the Bahamas and um, uh, Saint Thomas and Saint Martin. It was my Saint Martin was wonderful.
4: Okay. There's a nude beach in Saint
3: Martin. Yeah, I really wanted to go. To that couldn't 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 do that. wasn't part of the uh, didn't want to do that with my family. May so.
1: Sean, how is it? <laughs> how is the nude beach, May yeah Yeah, t-
4: Can you tell me about? It? Next question. <laughs> All right, cool. I wanted uh, to live
1: vicariously through you. You uh, could tell Gracie, me about micro penises, but you, wouldn't right. you wouldn't be impressed. You wouldn't be impressed. Fair enough. No, I would feel like it was, like it was yeah. a Mayshan disaster date level. Okay, I, get I would feel it. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be a lot of hair. <laughs> yes, definitely. Abby says, he got catfished by a 46 year old dude who posed as a 28
2: year old. Oh. He showed up with his 7 year old daughter. He cried at the table. I left. Years later, he shows up on the sex offender list.
5: Oh. Oh,
1: boy, why the daughter? Why did he have to bring the daughter into this?
2: With
1: the... Oh, yeah. true. Um,
2: <laughs> it had to be when the person had some type of bo.
1: Okay, sometimes you go on stinky dates. Yeah, yeah. dog lover. Lacandus <laughs> says
2: I went on a date with a dude in 2012, and he went to yum spaghetti. He tried to order a oh, pizza, which was there. Then we had an ex that stalked me and tracked me down at work. He tried to tell
1: me I was stupid because I had a GD. GED. It was a mess. What in the hell? She's, sometimes you go to Jim's spaghetti and you get your life stalked out. That's.
2: Abby <laughs> also said she had to take a day I for love Jim's. Um, okay, oh. has also had a
3: micropenis dude, so you're not alone. Okay, wait. So <laughs> oh my some, god! you kind of went over the one? you went over well, yeah, the, somebody had apparently a somebody, a somebody had to take somebody to the um, ER no on their date. No shade to guys that have that though.
4: No, no yeah. shade to guys that have that though. That's just not for me. It could be for other people though. So no shade.
1: That's a good um, point. True
2: that. Okay, also says, "One time I had a date and the dude asked me to put a dildo in his butt." So I did and he pooped
1: Okay, now that one. Why did we not lead off with that one? I was saving the best. For we went from Jim Spaghetti to dildo poop. Hey guys, if this is your first time listening to Holler, welcome to it. Welcome Holy to shit. the show, ladies oh and gentlemen.
4: Oh my god! Who said that, Lacandus? Lacandus. Yeah. 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 I would love to have a drink with her and just talk. I feel
5: yeah. Like when, when this is all over and you're
4: back home,
3: it's it's happening for sure. <laughs> oh my goodness.
5: Yes.
2: To know, does the gr- oh my name is Gracie by the, way, the girl on your show you to, to respect the female
1: more? She the <laughs> No, listen, that's her normal face. Yeah, that's just that's her, her RBF. Face. That's it.
5: <laughs> and she can talk whenever she Gracie, wants. She
1: just never does. Yeah, Gracie can talk whenever she wants. She signed up for this a long time ago. And you know what? Props to her for putting up with with us. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, Gracie is totally fine. It's her normal face. That's what she looks like. Shut up, bitch! Uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, wow. That was rude. Oh, jeez. All right, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna open up a few snaps from Holler Nation on the on the topic since we're on the topic here. Um, let's kick this thing off with Will, and uh, let's just see what Will has to say here. So the worst thing
5: I've ever been on. I don't know if you're gonna count. Uh, homecoming or prom is a date, but like, I, uh,
1: I forgot what the location was. Like, I went up to the high school for prom, and it was at the Civic Center. So, yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. Whoops. Okay. <laughs> just,
3: just, so for- Will forgot
1: the location of his, of his prom date, is what you had to say.
3: Okay. Well, there you go. I mean, that's, that just, you know, makes you later. That's, that's really not
1: that bad. That's not too bad. Will, uh, Will, you're a young man. Uh, Hang in there a little while longer, and it gets worse. You're going to find me. a few more disasters. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. It, it gets more more worse. dildos and more pooping, <laughs> and it's just all downhill. More micropenises, more that ER visits. <laughs> okay, I want to shout this holler listener out. What a loyal listener! This is Berglund. She listens from Iceland, and that's where she's sending us her answer. Let's hear what an Icelandic disaster date sounds like. Here we go.
2: Date. What? We
3: hook up? No, we don't date. Oh, she we says don't we don't date. date. Never, ever. She never goes on dates. Oh, okay.
1: Well, she confused me at first. Yeah. Well, so I, she I, says I, she says you do not go on dates. Icelandic people don't don't go on dates. When she said they don't date, I was thinking like. I know for a fact Berglund has snapped us, and she's got. Uh, she lives with a boyfriend, like I. But I was thinking, like, does she not call that her boyfriend? Do they just go to the bars and <laughs> they split up at that point? Iceland is full sw- of swingers. <laughs> is that what's it's going just a country on? full of, what's of happening. Swears? She says we don't. We don't go on base. <laughs> <She> we just.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> you go. Listen, Iceland so full of swingers. And you go,
4: <laughs> <laughs> we made the same face, though. Iceland full of swingers.
5: Okay.
2: Okay.
3: (laughs) We just hook up. We don't date in Iceland.
4: We can go on a cruise there. Yeah, are
3: there Icelandic cruises? You can.
4: I mean, not now, but yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to be in Europe right now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) The bummer, man. um, But there was a small chance that it could be a disaster date. You never know, Meashawn. That could have been a new one. Who knows? Um, Uh, Everything's
4: better in Europe, though. (laughs)
1: Let's let's open up this next one from Adam. See what Adam has to say. So, it's a horrible first date
4: to go to a movie, but I've been on two dates um, that halfway through the movie, the fire alarm went off and we had to like evacuate the movie theater. That's never a good sign. Happened to me twice. Two different girls. Bad, bad times. Bad times. Hold up. I never got called back.
2: You took me on a date. You there first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so, damn. I believe it was my 19th birthday. It was literally like 12.03 a.m. on my birthday. And someone had sent me a message on MySpace. I think it was. It might have been. Anyway, I was like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, it's my birthday. He's like, oh, snap. You want to go to Wendy's? Heck yeah, I want
5: to go to Wendy's.
4: Motherfucker made me pay for my own nuggets at Wendy's. Oh no. Uh,
1: Biggie sized that disaster day. You know what I'm saying?
4: I love this show.
1: (laughs) These stories
4: are brilliant. These are memoirs. You guys should write a memoir. (laughs)
3: With these stories. That's what this podcast is, man. It's just a so that was
1: That was Adam and Maggie, who, who is Adam's girl. So she told her own disaster story. She had me at Wendy's, and then it, she uh-huh. took a step further. Had to pay for her own Wendy's. Holy shit, man. Maggie, you deserve Jerica's more. Jericho's listening. Oh, Maggie, you're Jerica? worth more than a, than a chicken nugget from Wendy, the spicy nugget. You're I'll worth bet. more, <laughs> girl. Yeah, that number six Biggie son with a Sprite. Yeah. You're at least a Baconator.
4: <laughs> uh, hi, Jerrica. Thank you
3: for logging in and listening. Uh, Jerrica, Mayshon, and I were all involved in the show choir in high school, and that's probably the reason, Mayshon, why you didn't see Brian that much. Yes, Jazz hands. Uh, you probably didn't see Brian much because when, when when we would go to show choir events, more than likely Brian was either playing basketball or, or uh, baseball or you know, one of those kind of things. He was on the sports side of things. We were on the arts and music side of things. So
1: that explains that. <laughs> That's the. But I still have the same love in my heart. Doesn't matter how many sports I played. It's oh, yeah. all good. Yeah. Or how many, you know, Brian, songs we Did sing you play
4: soccer too?
1: Yes. I, I played four sports. I ran track also.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Four sports. Uh,
1: little, little I think f- there's a.
4: There's a picture of you in the yearbook
1: running yeah. track. In, yeah, there is in the short, short. Wow, old, old one. you really you, really, you really threw that bat. <laughs> Hashtag Quad Squad. <laughs> <laughs> you really,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I distinctly remember that, that picture.
1: Thank distinctly. you, thank you for that. I really appreciate you for no. That. Thank you,
4: thank
2: you. Stop right
1: now. We're quad Squad all day. Here
2: we go. <laughs> let's let's. let's <laughs> Let's see if we can open up
1: one more. This one comes in from CJ. Let's see if this is a snap for the show. Here we go. Nope, not a snap for the show. Sorry, CJ. Maybe (laughs) next time. And uh, I'm going to close out my snaps on that. And, J.D., if you want to scoot on to the next thing.
3: Yeah, uh, definitely do want to do that. Uh, Let's uh, kick it. What do you say? We do a little something called Shots Fired. How about it? Shots Fired. Shots Fired. Shots, shots,
5: fire.
3: Oh. shots, shots fire. Yes. All right, get your drinks ready, people. Or it's time to bitch about shit. Uh, this is a this is a uh, segment called "Shots Fire. This is where we take shots of stuff, while we also take shots against stuff and uh you want me to go first brian on this one
1: yeah go for it man
3: i feel like i might have said something like this before but my shots fired this week is people that share misinformation on social media especially if it is something that deals with form of conspiracy theory or real deal fake ass news or hi welcome to facebook yeah welcome to facebook this is true um my thing, I think the, the the real issue that I have with it. I mean, I understand the concept of under, you know, like forming your own opinion, you know, make your own assumption stuff. But when you base all that off of lies, incorrect things, then that's not forming an opinion. That's that's being being misinformed. Misinformation is exactly what it is. I'm sick of that shit. That's dumb. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it, y'all. Uh, I get, like I said, I get the idea of understanding and making your own opinion. But if the sky is actually the color blue, and someone says it's red, and you share that kind of information to try to prove it to other people that it is red, uh, SMH. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take it straight from the bottle, y'all. It's Ozzy Tyler, Honey Bourbon. Um, do I have shot sounds? I don't know. I'm gonna fire you. On. Fire, I got you. Fire me Go. off though. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Don't share misinformation on social media. So listen, Mayshan, I'm not coming to you yet, but I want you to get your wheels turning. I mean, maybe this should be pretty easy for you, like the date story, but I want you to think of something to fire a shot about as we keep going here. Cause we're all going to take turns and eventually swing them back oh, to you. you something, pressure. Yeah. Something has, something has pissed you off or at least something to bitch about. You, you've got it, man. Um, anyways, I will take it from here. Uh, Shots fired this week. Here comes a real American shot fired because, like, really, how bad is this complaint? But nonetheless, a complaint. So we all know that retail stores are not currently open. We're all bored. We're all dying over here. We all need a little retail therapy. I could use, you know, maybe a new pair of pants here or there. So I went pants shopping online, and here's my complaint. I wanted to try, like, a few different brands and I wanted to see the fit. I'm very particular about how these fit, and I, and I want the right pants. As I should, I'm buying them, and I'm willing to pay good money, but I want them to fit correctly. Hashtag Here's my quad problem. Quad. I ordered from like three different places, and I was trying these, these on, you know, virtual try-on, if you will. Um, the problem with ordering online, at least right now, is every place, I believe, except for one, no, I think every place at least had some type of fee for me to ship the product back to them that was unused so whether it was a fee that was in their return policy as in just like this is gonna cost us handling you you owe us $6 or if it was uh, you know we have no fees with our uh, returns but you have to pay the return shipping well that's still a fee you know I have still gotta pay the eight bucks to ship the box back and all I'm saying is I know that sounds trivial however when you buy multiple things online and you're paying 8 bucks, 8 bucks, 8 bucks every time to ship it back, suddenly I'm 40 bucks deep and I don't have any pants. What's going on? <laughs> I don't have pants. <laughs> I'm supposed to have pants at $40. I'm 40 bucks gone what? and I don't have any pants. Where am I? Where am I I don't pants have, pants. No, no have pants.
3: There's no pants
2: on right now
1: though. I do have pants, have on, pants right now. on right now. Oh, That's right. Shot's fired. Do it. Too expensive. <laughs> Oh geez. am <laughs> forty right, bucks so deep.
2: Now it's my turn. Where are my pants? Okay, my turn. Anyway. So this week has been lovely. They're tearing down the abandoned building next to mine. Been... I love it. It's perfect. It looks creepy. There were squirrels and raccoons living in it. Ooh. Homeless people were kicking in the door. Lovely. Kick it in. Or tear it down. Whatever. This is beside you? This is right next to me. Fantastic. Fantastic. What is not fantastic is the idiot running the backhoe, or excavator, excuse me, the excavator, who broke my kitchen window. Oh, shit. And who also cut my internet cord that was outside of my house, which is why you see this very familiar llama picture. (laughs) Because your girl has no internet, and it's really annoying because... School work, I have a four year old. It's not a good time with no internet during quarantine.
3: Oh, geez,
2: you learn how to work the big tools or don't use them at all. That is my shots fired. <laughs> that's good,
3: <Cheers. laughs> that's real good. Cheers, Cheers Rachel. Wow. Oh,
1: god! <laughs> oh, geez, Gracie's taking down the bourbon. I
5: she did exactly, yeah, it's see? delicious.
1: You're very welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> she did that very well. Oh, we forgot to give you your shots. Here you go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So we got to fire those shots. Um, Mayshan, it's now to you. What's up, man?
4: Oh. Okay, there's <laughs> one in my head just because it just happened before okay. we got onto this thing. Okay. Um, I don't want to do specifics, so I'm going to do it general. When people make other people's situations about themselves, when they don't, have anything to do with the situation, but they want to make it about them, and that's—I'm just going to keep it general
5: because
4: it just—that's And it was so annoying to me, like so annoying to me, and it wasn't even my situation. It was somebody as a friend of my situation. So that's it. Yeah, even that's, it's good. It. that's good. That's good. Give him some. Give him some
3: bullets. Have a, Take, yeah, have, have a, a drink. Mason. Have yourself a drink for that. <laughs> I've seen memes about that where they say, like, people do that because they think that it's showing some form of empathy. But no. I mean, isn't don't people just – most of the time just want people to listen. That's what I'd figure. Yeah.
4: And actually, this person wasn't really searching for empathy. He was just telling his truth. He was like, this is my truth. And this is how life experience has been for me. But then the person was being combative about his – personal life experience Mm -hmm. by applying it to that person, the other person's life experience. It's like, wait a minute, your stories are different. Like you can't lessen his truth because you can't relate to it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know what we actually posted, uh, JD kind of said that, but we posted a meme like almost verbatim about your shots fired Mm -hmm. about making things about you. And it's a funny meme. And so for those joining and also may since you've been trapped for a little while here, uh, Please like our page and follow our page. And I'll tell you why because we are a meme factory, dude. So when you follow our page, you're going to get memes all week long. And then you're going to get a live podcast at the end of the week. What more could you ask for? Yeah. Besides pants. It sounds like heaven. (laughs) Besides pants. Besides some (laughs) pants. Sometimes. Sometimes you need them
3: (laughs) to protect you from the elements. Yeah. Coochie
5: that
3: set my mouth on fire and I had to drink a tail later of Mountain Day. Mountain Day. Oh, can follow the guidelines. <laughs> oh, yes.
4: Wonderful. These sound bites. Yeah. Yeah, They're,
1: man. That's what, that's what we're all about.
5: <laughs> <like a person.
4: laughs> What's the story behind the Mountain Dew bite? That was uh, you use that a lot.
3: Yeah, that one's great. Uh, that was a kid uh, at some like chili fest in uh, Northern West Virginia. He was being uh, interviewed and he 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 said a very ridiculous statement said he ate some chili and it was so hot he had to drink a two liter of mountain dew. but when he says it, it sounds like Mountain Day. Mountain Day. <laughs> oh it's so good. It's, it's a West just, Virginia
1: classic. It's Meshaw. a West Virginia, yeah.
3: It's a West Virginia classic.
4: Thanks, that's, man.
1: That's
3: anything we can do, anything we can do to bring Sorry, a little bit of, of home to you while you're quarantined on that ship. Uh, and again, <laughs> your 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 spirit is wonderful. I cannot believe that you're in such a positive mood after you what everything you've gone through. But then again, you've always been that way, man. So keep it up. Um, thank and,
4: you for thinking that. I don't feel that way about
1: myself, but thank you for thinking that. Oh, you know, <laughs> since we're on that subject, Mayshan, this is what I thought. It had been a little bit since you and I had touched base. We, you know, we're, we're on and off with communication, and uh, it had been just a little bit. And so, yeah, I'm so happy to see you, uh, and I am, and I said that earlier. But uh, I do know you as a bubbly personality, a positive, bubbly personality that I always enjoyed being around. And I will say, when I first touched base with you, I thought to myself, I think the, the whole ship situation is getting to him. You weren't quite as bubbly uh, in your messages that you normally are when I touch base with you. Now that I've got you on here, you're back. You're back, man, because we're <laughs> all here. You know, So you're back. Exactly. I'm feeding off the energy. It's hard to, it's to tough, not have
4: energy around you. I can't imagine. It really is. And I get in my head a lot. I'm always yep. in my head. I'm a Virgo, so I stay in my head. <laughs> but
1: it's nice to have good energy. So it's be positive, you know I mean? man. I think that's coming to an end and we can't wait to see it. And when it does and you're local and you're near, you come by for the podcast because you don't have to be on the show as a guest. Uh, we'll have yeah. live audience members and things like that. Once things get back to normal, we've got a really cool setup. I can't wait to show you all of that. And I can't wait to catch up over a drink at a bar, our normal situation, you know? <laughs> right. I'm here hey, for it. <laughs> just when you thought the show couldn't get any funnier. Let's move on to the next segment and maybe talk about Elon Musk's baby. Let's do it.
3: Let's do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, how do you guys pronounce Elon Musk and Grimes baby's name? Let's just Dude, go around the uh, table.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, listen. I saw this meme that broke it down. That was like, the first the first letter is is X. And in Greek, that's pronounced Kai. Yep. And it, the, whole thing, the whole meme broke it down and said, Kyle, your baby's name is Kyle. <laughs> and it was a funny meme. However, I will say this. I listened to a podcast. They briefly asked Elon to explain his baby's name. And this is what I got from it. It was still a very unclear answer. He basically said the baby's name is pronounced X-Ash-A-12. Yeah. Which <laughs> sounds like a fucking alien
3: <laughs> <laughs> so that that symbol that looks like an a and an e put together he he considers that to be pronounced ash
1: ash and he said his partner came up with that so that would be that would be grinds
3: okay well i do want to say that i've also saw a publication with her saying that that's pronounced ai like artificial intelligence so they both don't know how to they have agreed on it. <laughs> their own baby's name is that is I don't know that, how to pronounce it Oh, Gracie knows, Gracie knows. Wait, what I doubt second. this. Gracie, don't don't tell it. us, don't tell us yet. I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear what Mayshan has to say. What? How do you
4: think, Mayshan, you pronounce? I'm it's, getting kicked off of this because I haven't seen Castaway and I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Here's
3: a quick rundown, man. Uh, Elon Musk, who's that crazy billionaire who did SpaceX and all that Tesla stuff and everything, uh, just had his okay. first... First baby with his current girlfriend, who's Grimes. She's like a European pop singer. You've you've heard Grimes music before, right? No? Okay. Well, you had You, share, have, you I'll just share, don't realize it. I'll, yeah, exactly. Give go, me a song. Um, let's see. Go's a good one, right? Go's a good song. Yes. But, um, when I go, can I go? How's it go? go? Uh, shoot. JD,
1: keep talking. I'll get it pulled up. Yeah, he's
3: going to pull it up and play it. Anyway, uh, they had their first child together. And it's <laughs> the child's name is spelled with its the letter x and then the um mm-hmm. the a and e symbol like put together a and e which is is a weird i don't even know how to say that symbol with n- normal word. I know what it looks like the, I've seen it okay and then the third word i guess is is a12 which apparently was like a it was a a plane that uh, came before the sr71 which broke the sound barrier it was like the precursor to
1: Elon's like a, favorite oh, yeah. plane, yeah. It's
3: his favorite. It was they, apparently they both love that plane. So um I think it's pronounced this way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds like alien to me. Wait, we didn't go Gracie Gracie has yeah, a well, Gracie
3: apparently knows it. So, Gracie, how do you actually do it?
2: little bit baby. <laughs>
1: okay, little okay, this go. is the gracie answer that we all expected yes and and bit of a little bit a little bit of Grimes. Here we go. Oh yeah, you gotta turn it up, dog. We can't hear that too good. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That, I, I'm having a volume issue over here. Sorry. It's
3: not gonna get any louder. Nope, don't get any louder. Uh, I'll just send. I'll have to That's
4: send it. Been on the radio?
3: Well, ish. It, that was a long. That was a, That was an older song. <laughs> uh, it's definitely an older song. I'll send yeah, it to right. you, Mason. I'll, I'll share it with you on, on the, online. All right, send so, it to me. I will. You'll like it. It's a good song. It's got a great drop.
1: Yeah, I love. I love that song. Actually, yeah. it's
3: really. It's great. fantastic. I didn't know she
1: was going to name her baby a A twelve.
3: I did a remix of that particular song, by the way, Brian. I'll, I'll share that with you too. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I think that we should. Uh, I think that we should scoot over and and and. Um, Let's see what Holler Nation has to say some more, Brian. You got some more responses to your uh,
1: disastrous date question? Uh, Let's let's let Gracie check the live feed. Yeah, yeah. Um, There you go. And while she does that, I'm going to cue something up for you guys, and this will be new to Mayshan as well or new to any new listener. Um, We've got a segment coming up right after this called Holler at a Lawyer. We're going to bring a lawyer onto the show. If you guys have any questions um, pertaining to law, no matter what they may be, um, he's going to answer in a non-legally binding way. This is not your attorney, but he would be more than glad to maybe drink a beer with us because that's what a holler lawyer does. He chugs a beer, gives you an answer, hops back off. Um, we'll do that here in a minute. We're going to head to Facebook live and see if anyone's chatting with us first, because we love chatting with you guys. Um, so, Gracie? Jerrica says, hi, friends. Y'all are making me smile. Jerrica, what's up?
2: says, I read that it was illegal in
5: California, yeah, that's... And,
2: uh, Justin Murdoch, I
3: see that you're watching. Hey, Justin. Justin is uh, a founding member of the Huntington Pride Board, and we are very excited to get Justin and Allie from Huntington Pride back on the show as soon as we possibly can. It's going to be awesome.
1: Love Allie so much. Yes. She's oh, they yeah. yeah, great are yeah, great people. And, and Bayshawn, I hope you're around for that, and you should come on by if so. But for right now, we're going to scoot on over to... Uh, It's holler at a lawyer. So here we go. Let's do it.
5: The information
1: provided on this podcast
5: is not intended to constitute legal advice and is provided for entertainment purposes
0: only. Because the information provided on this podcast is prepared for a general audience without investigation into the facts of each particular case. No listener should act or refrain from acting on its material. Nothing in this podcast should be taken as legal advice, as the information is not intended (laughs) to create an attorney-client relationship of any form.
4: We repeat, this is not your attorney.
3: Welcome. (laughs) Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to holler at a lawyer. And Cole's in the house. What's up, Cole? How
0: you doing, man? Doing well. How's everybody else doing tonight?
1: Just quarantining, brother. <laughs> everybody everybody is in better shape than Mayshan is the real answer here, I believe. That's, so. that's Self-isolating. <laughs> um, yeah, at least, at least we have a choice in the matter.
3: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I, can we lead with, what was the question that I believe that Lacandus had brought up earlier about, uh, I believe the question was simply like, what kind of legal action could be taken for maybe somebody in Meshan's shoes
1: uh, to to? Is this class action territory? Yeah, is, is that this, what we're looking is at? Is that what here this is like? Uh, you, what are you going heard to class action? I don't know. I have no idea. It's just a word I thought I should say. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't know <laughs> yeah, what that I mean, means. <laughs> Basically, yes, this is a
0: type of situation where you could try to do a class action. But this isn't something where someone's just negligent or acted in a way they weren't supposed to. This is just basically like the government's like, you can't come back. And I mean, you could try to sue the United States, but good luck on that if they're like, we didn't want any more people to get sick. So that's kind of like you go through a, a jury, even if you got to that point, And they're basically going to be like, well, jury, would you want these people to come back and potentially get you sick? And they're gonna be like, no. And they're like, OK, Oof.
4: then. Yeah. Uh,
5: wow.
4: For the question. Question. <laughs> Thank you, Gracie. That's my question. My yeah. question is, if, if we're in a recorded state of where our health has been recorded consecutively every day, twice a day for an extended period of time that's been longer than the 14 day national hey, guideline. Yeah. OK. Can they argue if you are so fearful of being uh, catching something from these people, why not just test them?
0: You can argue anything. I mean, there's going to be lawsuits out of this. There's there's no way that there's not going to be. I'm just looking at the realistic outcome that's probably going to be we were just – we didn't know enough to be 100% sure because they're still not sure whether after you catch this, if you're immune to it, if you can still carry it and still pass it on. So it may be a situation where they're like, yeah, well, let's say 14 days, someone caught it on the 14th day of someone else. Now, that person went on 14 days, so there's a potential where people are carrying this and can still spread it, but they're, like, showing no signs. It's, it's There's multiple cases out there of people that are you know, STD carriers that show no signs, have no reaction, can pass it to people, and they're kind of afraid that this is the same thing, where cool. it's like, we don't know enough about it to be 100% sure, so they're just trying to take precautions any way they can, but... That being said, I think there's going to be lawsuits left and right
4: about this. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. I feel you. Question, though, those people like how you just said, like with STDs, like they could be passing it along without strong symptoms. But if they test for it, would they test negative if they were positive?
0: There are some cases where there have been people that have tested negative for uh, certain STDs. And then they've done other tests and found out that the normal test doesn't pick up this person. Um, The only reason I know this is because in law school, there were certain cases where it was like, um, and and the same thing, like there are people that can take DNA tests, that their DNA would show up in one thing, but it will show up in another, like when they're trying to tie it to a murder scene. So it's just, I think it's the fact that it's the imperfect system that we have here that we don't know what we're testing for. That could lead to just any kind of, any kind of like lawsuit you would try to file. They're basically just going to hit the defense of, we're just trying to protect.
5: Okay.
1: So I have a question about the future lawsuits for this that are coming up. And before I ask this question, I do want to say to those of you that are watching on Facebook live right now, I know some of you listen to the podcast later, maybe on Spotify and iTunes, and we're in all of those places and that's fine. But if you're in the live audience right now and you or anyone around you has a legal question, no matter how silly it is, go ahead and throw it out there in the live chat and we'll cue you guys up next. But anyways, to piggyback off of this, um, Okay, Cole. Let's just say there is going to be uh, multiple lawsuits. We we realize that that's that's a given. Um, is there a place? This might be a really dumb question, but I want to ask it for Mayshan. Um, Is there a place that he can check up on lawsuits that he may able may be able to kind of join in on, or should he just keep reading social media? Or is there a, is there a place where someone can go that doesn't know you know doesn't know the answer to this? Yeah, two part answer to that. One, you can always just Google it. Because Google going to report
0: everything. Secondly, this is going to be such a big class action type lawsuit that this is going to be like the mesothelioma thing where it's like, have you or a loved one been blah, 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 blah. It's going to be these, these attorneys are going to just be everywhere trying to get clients. Good in for point. That's a real good point. Because they're going to be like, we're going to sue for $1 billion and we're going to take 20% of that $1 billion. So please get as many people as we can to sign up for this because... We're going to sue for a billion dollars. They're going to settle for five hundred million. We get our twenty percent. The rest of you all get like five dollars. We're in,
3: like, in the money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I could buy
3: a lot of so far date. for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, do we have any uh, live? Uh, Gracie, did you see some uh, questions? Maybe possibly in the live stream. Anybody want uh, got some legal advice they, they they need? We have one, and
5: I know it was asked
2: last week but we'll ask it again just for the new viewers who weren't there last week um is there any point in writing in a social media bio this profile doesn't reflect my employer's views
0: you can say whatever you want to and like me and jd talked last week this is kind of like that when you're trying to not get copyright infringed you're like i don't own this music but i'm going to play it and sing to it you can put whatever you want to. It's not going to hold up. That's that's like me getting this podcast, uh, Facebook live video, and saying, you know, what I say doesn't reflect anything in this group. And I'm like, man, Holler's stupid. I hate this shit. Like, I don't see how anyone <laughs> listens to this. Yeah. They're going to be you all are going to be like, no, get this guy off here. But I'm like, no. But I said it doesn't reflect you all. I'm just I'm just saying that this is my opinion. Well, uh- like. Yeah, it's going to invite me back to the show. Would you
3: say that uh, uh, impact outweighs intent is the best f- uh, way to kind of phrase that?
0: Yeah, I, I think. And, and plus, come on, folks, like if you're putting that, there's probably an intentional, you're going to say something that you're like, I hope my employers don't get mad about that. <laughs> I've never once thought, like, I'm going to post on my social media that anything I say doesn't reflect my employer because I'm not going to say anything. That would in fact like make my employer ever go like, Was that about us? Like I'm not gonna get on there and then be like, Man, I really hate my boss.
1: Like, I really really hate my boss By the boss. way, the status does they're... not
3: does not reflect uh, how I feel about my boss.
1: <laughs> but also fuck you, boss. <laughs> but <laughs> also go <laughs>
5: fuck yourself.
0: I'm on Facebook going, Guys, I lost my job. I can't believe my fucking boss fired me. Can you believe they fired me for that? It's just for stealing wow. some stealing <laughs> some stuff. You know, like
3: maybe some lab equipment or a computer or something. You know. <laughs> uh, I got a, I got one. I, I have a uh, question. Uh, what kind of responsibility do people have uh, when it comes to sharing dipshit conspiracy videos from YouTube? Uh, I mean, people. I now I know your answer is people can share whatever the hell they want, but uh, there, is there any sort of personal responsibility for somebody sharing very dangerous misinformation that could possibly harm
0: people? Big question, huh? Unfortunately, unfortunately, not. Unfortunately, not. Um, The only way that I could really see that being an issue is if you did it with the intent of causing, like, disruption or
5: harm.
0: Ignorance is one thing, but if you're doing something and hoping people rely on it and hurt themselves, and then they get hurt and they can prove that you you went through this with the intent of trying to harm people. Then they could be like, look, you had the you had the intent to do this. It's an intentional tort. But just sharing some misinformation that's stupid. They kind of have to be like, listen, if you're just sharing something and it's stupid and someone falls for like the whole like drinking bleach shit, like to clean your insides of the coronavirus. <laughs> they're going to be like, look, if if you shared that and then someone drinks bleach and then tries to sue you, they're going to be like. Come on, come,
3: now. On. <laughs> come on now
0: come on, like, really? Like, no, there has to be some kind of level of... Is there
3: a, yeah, is there a, a, really, dude? Competency. Kind of law? Is that what that's, is that called, is that part, like, written in the law books? It's like, really, dude?
0: I mean, there is, a lot of it is kind of the common sense rule. It's just like, you know, ignorance isn't, you know, like a defense to everything. It can be a defense to a few things, and it also depends on who's trying to bring the defense. Like yeah. if you're sharing something to, or if you're sending something to like a, a six year old or someone with maybe a mental disability that has like a lower level and you're sending something directly to them and saying like, Hey, you should try this.
3: And they do it and it, it have, leads it, to their harm. Yeah.
0: Right. But if you're just sharing something on your post, like retweeting something and I'm not getting into politics, I'm not saying anything, but like, if you retweet something like Trump says, and then someone goes out and does something, and then they try to sue you, you're just like, I'm just retweeting something that someone else said. I'm I am not saying that you should do this. This is just something I shared. Wow.
1: Um, I want to check Facebook Live first before I say anything else. Gracie, we have anything going on? Facebook Live? Yes. I'm just gonna have to hook you up with
5: uh, what Candace over
2: here should just be all the questions. <laughs> okay. Um Candace asked. The Golden Corral closed its doors with just a phone call to employees today. Is that illegal? Especially long-term employees. Do they owe them a severance pay or anything?
1: Nope. That's a fucking bummer. Yeah.
2: I think West Virginia is an at at-will state.
0: Right-to-work state, yeah. Which yeah. Which means unless... West- yeah. Come on. Only ways, like, if you were, like, a, a professor or something like that that has tenure, even in an at-will state, if you have tenure, then you are due some kind of severance package. But if you're just a regular employee, unfortunately, these at-will states, they can fire you. The only way they can't fire you is if it, um, it, they fired you specifically for a constitutional reason, uh, race, religion, you know, something along those lines, then you could definitely get something. But if they're just, like, we're just laying off everyone that's pretty much the end of it.
4: Oof. It's, you it, know, what also is not protected, though, is sexual orientation. Yeah,
0: it is. It's, That's true, it,
5: it, to a In certain degree.
0: Uh, well, it's, it depends on the level of constitutional rights. It's, the main ones are uh, uh, race, religion, and national origin, and then it goes to, like, uh, mer- uh, if they can't basically get rid of you because of who your parents are, if, like, you're adopted or something like that. Or if you're like a, uh, they used to use the term legally. It was bastard. So if you like <laughs> didn't, know, didn't know who your father or mother was, but they couldn't fire you for that or sex. That's the second degree. So it basically depends on what kind of. Uh, and
3: I believe I believe in a lot of that cases the sexual orientation part probably has more to do with religion. I think, and that's the that's that's a that's a major issue anyway.
4: Well, uh, that's how they tie it, that's how they tie it in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Dig so so <laughs> I, will, right. I digress. Yeah, well <laughs> uh, same. They need to fix that word bastard. That's a bad that <laughs> shouldn't use that. <laughs> they took it add, term, but, but, like if you look up like if you look up like a case from like nineteen
0: fifty, it'll be like um so and so bastard child of so and so. No, <laughs> right. no that
1: didn't On a legal it. document. Like, yeah, this is fantastic. Um Gracie, anything else before I go here? Yeah. Okay. Shelley
2: says give a I love your hat.
1: Thank you, Shelley. What's up? <laughs> okay, so um, this is, dude. This is a grim one, and I'm sorry to bring the mood down. This is Ooh. so going to bring the mood down. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Do the music. Sorry. But, Cole, um, I want to know, or I'm curious, I should say, about the legalities surrounding social media, especially people that go live on their, on their social media, um, and commit certain things. Um, but let's go with this one. You guys don't know this yet. This happened right before the show. I happened to cross it. It was awful. I hated that. I saw it. And that's kind of where I'm going with this locally, um, here in my local area, which is JD and everybody else's. Um, there was a girl that went live, um, right before this show, and she was committing self-harm in a very bad way. There was blood. It was nasty. It was awful. This came across my news feed as I was setting things up for the podcast. I didn't want to see it, but it came across my news feed. I see blood everywhere. see a girl screaming and crying into the camera. It was, it was terrifying. Um, I clicked on it, which I didn't want to do, but I clicked on it so that I could report it, right? Okay, so... Facebook has a report feature. I don't report anything ever, but I was like, this seems like the time, should probably click report. There's a person bleeding and screaming on live camera. So I clicked report and you're able to select self-harm. Why are you reporting it? Blah, blah, blah. So I clicked that, sent it through. And it was like no time. I guess I was late to the party on this one, but like it was no time. This girl's door got like kicked down. Police officers charged in. Wow. Oh, my God. Took her out kicking and screaming and bleeding. I've got a few questions here about this. First of all, I know that's (laughs) deep. I'm sorry to bring it down. I I agree with J.D. He's like, "Ah." yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's that's a lot. It's a lot of stuff at once here. This just happened right before the show. And to think I fired shots about pants. Fuck. (laughs) Anyways. Always back to the pants. Back to pants. So, the questions here. Like at what point is a police officer allowed to kick your door down? I mean, does it just take one person to call the police and say, I think Cole might be hurting himself. Is that it? Is that all it really takes? It has to be someone
0: that, that knows you or has a familial um, like status with you. It can't just be anyone, but if like a family member or someone that's a loved one or has some kind of relationship with you, then they basically Baker at you and call the cops and, That's what it takes. Sounds
1: like that's kind of what happened with her, probably, hopefully. And hopefully she's in a better place. Surely, tomorrow, hopefully she wakes up in a better place. That's for sure. Um, Okay, so next question. Let's talk about people viewing it, because I felt dirty and nasty and awful for even being, like, quote-unquote, a part of it, even though I wasn't a part of it. This shit's just coming to me live. It just pops up
3: on your newsfeed. There's not much you can do somebody goes if, live am I in and, trouble
1: that i saw this are people in trouble that they saw it? especially what if people what if people took screenshots and texted their pals and uh or they bring it up later in life um and they you know and those people it was it was seen that they didn't try to report this or or anything like you know what at what level is this person responsible for just clicking a live feed video uh
0: first Ooh. off we have no uh And going back to kind of like what you're talking about with the cop, unless you are someone that has some kind of status with this person, you have no responsibility to act. If it's the same thing as like, you can be walking down the road and see someone get hit by a car and the body flies and lands right beside you and you just keep walking. You have no obligation to do anything
5: with that. Unless
0: you put them in a situation where they were in worse shape or you started to act like If someone gets hit and then I go and, like, start to, like, try to be, like, help them and then I stop and then go away, then I have started to act that I can't stop. Oh, man. But if I just keep walking, I'm fine. So um, it's basically kind of like that. It's like you didn't put them in any worse situation than what they were in by just clicking on it and not reporting it. You didn't do anything. Now, if we were all in this chat and I'm like, oh, my God, guys, you won't believe what's on Facebook right now. And you all are like, you should report it. And I'm like, nah, like... Then i kind of have like an obligation to because like I've made you all aware of it, mm. and you all are expecting me to act. So at that point, I kind of have a more responsibility. Wow.
3: Yeah, them. yeah. The, the moral responsibility bleeds over at that point into the like almost legal responsibility. Some,
0: some states now, again, this isn't legal advice, but some states do have a Good Samaritan <laughs> Act. Yeah. that requires you. I know Florida does not. Florida, we have we no. Don't give a shit Florida has a does.
3: Stand Your Ground Act. They, they have the fucking opposite of it.
0: Florida's like, we don't want you to help people. We don't actually care if you hurt people. <laughs> you <shoot> them, <laughs> you shoot them. You shoot them. Yep. Crazy. So, that's but, true. And it, uh, another part of that is I thought you were going to go to something else uh, was if you were talking about, can I file like a, I saw this. Can I sue the person that did it? Can yeah, I sue right. Facebook?
1: First My off, are it,
0: suing you. They right. hurt. So I thought that's where you want to go. So I'm going to go ahead and answer anyway, since I'm here. First off, I thought you were going to back to suing Facebook. First off, you're not going to sue Facebook because everything you've signed on is basically like, I will not sue Facebook. Yeah. Going back to our show last week, where we basically talked about the fine print in every contract. Um, Secondly, if you were like trying to sue the person that did it, there's really only two avenues to go. And it's intentional infliction and emotional distress or negligent infliction of emotional distress. And I don't think either one of them is going to qualify because they don't really have the intent to specifically do it. And even though they're negligent, you're not, like, any kind of zone of danger. So you would have to kind of really show that they caused you some kind of harm by you watching that. Like, if you had a heart attack and, like, fell over, you could try to maybe sue them, but I still don't see it really going through. because Yeah,
1: and it's really sad that you have to say it, but this is America, and you do have to say it. And imagine... God, it's sad that I'm even saying this, but, yeah, imagine someone going after the bleeding girl. <laughs> hey, bleeding girl that's having a fucking horrible yeah, time you, in life. Yeah, you caught, coming caused for you me emotional distress. Like, you owe me. Oh, you owe God. me. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. You, you made my heart hurt,
0: and I think I had a mild heart attack. I'm suing you for $2 million. Ugh. And
1: I really hope that everything turns out well with this local story. I know yeah. nothing else about it other than I clicked on it. It was an awful scene. Um, but definitely, that's all we have to say it. about that. Anything else from Facebook Live? Oh, we got more stuff. Facebook Live. Here we go. Shelly asked, um, should
2: businesses
1: be able to require customers to wear masks? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I like this. You're a, you're a
0: person going into a business. A business can do whatever they want to. They, Unless you are something where you are required to go in, like a hospital couldn't require you to wear a mask to come into the emergency room if you're bleeding. Like, that's a fundamental right. You have a right to try to go in. But if they're, like, you have to wear a mask to go in Walmart, Walmart can be, like, look, we're we're allowing you to come in here. You just have to follow our guidelines. Um, I think, J.D., I think I this was maybe a topic you guidelines. brought up a few weeks ago, maybe even, we were talking about, like, can, can or someone did. I feel like J.D. and me at least talked about it, where it's, like, can they make you show the receipt when you're walking out of Walmart? It's, like, you volunteered to go in their store. They could almost make you do whatever you want to within within reason.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's wild. I mean so
3: you're saying you're
5: no s- no shirt, no
3: shoes Yeah, it's more well it's I, I think it's more like a management refuses or reserves the right to refuse or give service to anyone at any time. Right. That that's sort of like the standard sort of basis for all business, I believe. If you're if you're walking into the burger joint to get a cheeseburger, they'll sell it to you only if you know your dick's not oh, out.
1: <laughs> they will sell it to you only if,
3: yeah, if you just fucking follow the guidelines. <laughs> 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 that Today, that is was
5: breathing good. good?
4: That was perfection.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic.
4: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Any, yeah, any I mean, more? If you, want to, if you want the service? You got to listen to them. That's the that's the point of it. Like it's just like if JD's like, hey guys. You can come over to my house, but you can't wear shoes. And you try to walk in his house with shoes, he's like, I'm not letting you in here. You can't be like, yeah, you are. I'm coming in your house. (laughs) If it's your place.
4: question, as long as it's constitutional, correct?
0: Right. Like, they could be like, hey, if you're trying to come in here, you can't have any uh, head coverings. Like, you you can't, like, no, because then people of, of religions that require that can be like, look. You're doing something that specifically, unless they can show that it is something that is for a, a greater purpose. Like if they say that you can't wear, um, you have to wear a face mask or you can't wear a face mask. And a certain religion is like, well, that discriminates against me. And they're like, look, it's because of blank ridge. We're not doing it because of your religion. We're doing it for a greater good that affects
1: everyone. We're not just doing it for your your purpose. That's a really right. good answer. That makes sense. Wow.
2: Yeah, anything else?
1: Really. Facebook Live World. No
2: more questions, really.
1: For that, how There you go. You guys, you guys happy? You guys happy? With I'm everything? happy with all that. I'm, I think we learned I'm something today Heard because of you. But I I'm not happy, sorry. but I'm okay. <laughs> Mashaun, I'm happy that you were here, man. Yeah. You, uh, like I said, it's always good to see you. And I, and I, my goal was to make you laugh, and I did it on multiple occasions. So, see, we're good. My goal was.
4: <laughs> you always do. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, individual who wears Viking horns. That's right. Thank you so much,
3: Cole, uh, for coming back and answering. I think we all learned some cool shit today, and hopefully, the people that asked some questions got got somewhat of an answer that they were looking looking for. Maybe I don't know, but of course, that's all non legally binding. If you really do have an issue, call your own lawyer, and uh, they'll give you better they'll give you better answers than that. Um, Thank you so much, Cole. We appreciate you being on the show, man. Um, I think. We'll yeah. take it easy man I think we're gonna Bye, everyone. St- I think we're gonna start wrapping stuff up a little bit Brian uh, you, you might have some more poll answers I believe uh, some some stuff from some uh, from some peeps out there in the uh, holler nation
1: no I don't really have uh, anything else man um, I just wanted to give a couple more shout outs here at the very end All um, right. uh, something that we don't do enough that I want to I should have said this at the top of the show but uh, thank you to the band Zugma for the song Jerry diesel that you let us use um, what a cool band, what a cool song, and, and we can't say enough about that. Also, thank you to our sponsor, Um, We mentioned them at the top of the show, so now you're at the end. If you've not went to their website, please go to BeerChugging.com. I know it sounds so funny and so silly, but it these is. guys are there for a good cause. We've had them on the show before. We'll have them on the show again. Um, they gladly sponsor this show. We're so happy they do. And like I said, they raise money for charity, so if you're into chugging beer, and making money for charity, which is, sounds like this podcast in a nutshell, then, of course, why not go to BeardChugging.com and thank you again, guys. But, yeah, I mean, if nobody else has anything else to say, Mayshan, we want to thank you so much for being here. Um, I don't know. It feels like we snuck you in somehow because you're like the guy that's on the news articles. You're on Good Morning America, WSAZ, and we're like, uh, yeah, that's just a story. Here's the real guy. He's drinking whiskey. With yeah, us. he's hanging out yeah. actually with us now. <laughs>
3: And we are we're broadcasting. You it from make the it web. sound so much cooler than it actually is. I it. No, it's <laughs> we're cool,
5: it's
3: we're funny. really good at doing that on this show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to fire off a bunch of sounds and let's uh, let's let's uh, wrap this thing up, people. Does it sound good? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Mango chutney. Shut the
5: fuck up. Uh, My name is Jeff. Rachel! 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 What are you doing, baby? Take a shot
2: on the internet. Mount Day. Shut
3: up, bitch. Today at our news briefing, there was an fucking audio glitch. Fucking follow the guidelines. (whistles) Thank you so much for... Watching or listening or all that good stuff. Uh, again, thank you so much to our special guest, Mayshan Morton. Um, please stay safe out there. Um, uh, can you, yeah, will you will you follow up with us after you hear about what's going on tomorrow and let us know how everything is so that if you end up getting a, a plan in and you get a chance to get home safe, uh, we can let the Holler Nation know uh, how, how, what your status is. Is that cool, following up with us?
4: Yeah, for sure.
3: Fantastic, man. We'll, we'll th-
1: keep sharing your story, man. Until we get you home, we're going to keep sharing the story. Absolutely. For sure. People thank need you. People
3: need to know it's happening, and people need to know Americans need to get back home because that's the safest place to be right now, of course.
4: So um, many. So many are stuck. So.
3: Agreed. Well, thanks again, Mayshan. Uh Thank you, Holler Nation, for tuning in. We're definitely going to uh, see you all next week. That's what we do. Uh, make sure you liken uh, uh, our, our page for all of our memes and our podcasts and all that good stuff. Uh, share stuff on your timeline. Uh, chug a beer. Uh, give money to charity. Support people. Um, you know, love is love. Uh, we love you. Uh, love is a battlefield.
1: Um, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Beerchugging.com. <laughs>
5: good
1: night, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one.